welcome. This is she, and I want to thank you for joining us at Be Simply. Today we are going to connect to loving self through the idea and concept of a clear heart and clear mind. We'll explore and discover that when we potentially are inspired to practice clearing our mind and clearing our heart, we'll realize that we'll be in great service to self and to the world around us. So before we dive deeper into this concept, what I'd like you to do is we started out listening to Caribbean Sea by Brent Lewis. Oftentimes our mind has a lot of movement, a lot of thoughts, a lot of conversations. Those thoughts can stagnate us or they can make us want to run like mad (laughs) or they might put us somewhere in between. What I'd like you to do right now is just to bring awareness to the energy that might have been occupying your mind in the last week and the energy that might have been occupying your heart in the last week or now. As you connect with these energy fields, allow your body just to move. If you're standing, stand and move. If you're sitting, sit and move. Just to actually physically feel the energy, move with it, and think about releasing it, no matter if it's positive or negative. Just release it. Coming to that neutral place, this will be that concept of clear. This song, again, is by Brent Lewis, Caribbean Sea. Take a deep breath in and out, finding that cycle of breath, this beautiful gift that is just a wonderful way to reconnect to a moment by the breath. And as you breathe in and out, connect to the thoughts, connect to the heart, and see what's there, see what rises up. And allow the body to move, feel it, and move with it.
you can feel the energy and the movement and the repetition and the grounding of the drum. And during that segment, hopefully you were able to connect to what has been in the heart, what's been in the mind. Has it served you? Has it felt yummy? Has it felt like a struggle or anguish? Where has it left you in this moment? And with that movement, the intention to have movement there is to, one, connect to that we are these mobile beings. We have arms and legs, and that's how we were designed. So we are designed to move just as much as we are designed to sit. (laughs) So we can use the gateways of movement to help assist us in bringing us into the stillness. As I talked about in the first part of the segment was that the idea and the concept behind having a clear heart and a clear mind allows us then to really connect to our inner resonance, where we feel our best, our optimum. So you might have had glimpses of this. Maybe it's when you're at your work. Maybe it's when you're with your family and fully engaged. Maybe it's when you're in service. Maybe it's all of those things. When you connect to that flow and whatever brings you to there, more than likely if you stopped and checked in, you'll realize there are two things that are happening. Your heart is full. It feels really full. And your mind is completely clear. You are just present with what's happening right then. And the beautiful thing about this heart, we'll go there first, is that it has a sensory feedback with our entire emotional system and our biological system because guess what? It's pumping blood. We rely on the heart center to keep moving so that we are actually functioning as a physical body. So the heart center will let you know you don't ever need to be worried that if you're in danger or something's not feeling right, the heart and the solar plexus will immediately start to guide you and say, hmm, and guess what happens when the heart does that, when it starts to send that signal out? The mind starts going, and you might revert back to an old situation, or you might be in a situation that you've convinced yourself to be in, but it doesn't feel exactly right. So it occupies space in the mind and the heart. So when these two signals, the the mind starts getting super active and the heart gets super agitated or uncomfortable or uneasy, you know, okay, I have alarms going off in my physical body. I'm feeling things. I'm hearing things. I need to pay attention. So the practice of clearing the heart and clearing the mind allows you to really understand that those sensors are going off. What happens is we get so stimulated by instant gratification, by media, by uh, devices, computers, phones. Uh, We might get distracted by people's stories, whatever it might be, that we forget to tune in. So a key here will be, and I obviously a big advocate for sitting in the sense of being still, connecting with the mind in a sense of quietness, silence. When we're having these thoughts, that's when we realize that we have this chatter, and we're typically having chatter about something that is bothering us or that we have to do or that we're worried about or we have anxiety about or we have doubts or fears centered around. And sometimes we're we're reliving something that was really joyous. And more than not, though, the times that are stressful are occupying our mind. So one practice to, to get still is first to clear the mind, is to practice being still, sitting. Move that energy like we did in the beginning and then practice sitting. The sitting will be called meditation, but you can also just sit on the earth. I encourage people I work with one-on-one just to lay on the earth. Sit on the earth. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about meditation. Just be. Allow your mind to go wander. Go into imagination. Just be there. Feel supported by the earth. Feel the energy come up inside of you. Breathe with the earth and see what happens. Just be still. Find that ah, that soft place. And then once you feel like you really mastered doing nothing, 
then from there, you can go to that place of sitting upright in a cross-legged position, lotus, half lotus, and meditating. And all you do to meditate, it's really simple, is you close your eyes, you breathe, and you sit there. That's all you do. That's really what meditation is. There's a lot of fancy meditations. I offer weekly guided meditations. Those are help to assist you to relax when you are feeling like you don't have the stamina to sit still by yourself. But to practice meditation means just closing your eyes, sitting down, and being. Allowing the breath to come in and out. Noticing the thoughts that come in, but just send them out as quickly as they come in. Pretend that your mind is a room that you're attempting to keep empty. And as a thought comes in, send it back out. As a thought comes in, send it back out. Just similar if you had a small toddler and you've asked them not to come into a certain area or you don't want them near the pool, let's say. Your mind is a pool, a beautiful pool that's kept really pristine and clear. If you don't allow too many elements in the water, it won't become murky that way. So as soon as that toddler comes near the pool, ask them to go out nicely. You can just be kind. Please leave. And the more that you do this, you'll realize that pool of water will stay crystal clear, that beautiful blue that you might see in the Bahamas or in the Philippines or in Hawaii or Indonesia, that cyan blue or down in Australia, Fiji, many tropical places. And that's why we're so relaxed. That clear water just brings us into that frequency and that harmonic that feels just blissful. So, sitting, number one. <laughs> number two is clearing out the heart, clearing out the heart chakra, taking ownership for emotions. We spend a lot of time creating chatter, blaming other people for our circumstance. So I want you to think about something in your lifetime. It could be something that's happening right now that occurred, an event, a scene, something that happened to you in the recent past, a cycle that maybe you've repeated before in relationship, maybe it's uh, maybe it's even tragic, but just to think about it, to really connect with it, whether it's at work, at home, in your personal life, wherever it might be, connect with it. We're going to play a song by a group called Here to Hear, and it's called Nobody is a Victim Here. And the reason I play this is that obviously we're living in a society where we still have war, we still have crimes, so I'm not minimizing that, but we're playing these roles, we're participating. We don't have to participate in war, we don't have to be predators, and guess what, if there aren't any predators, there's no victims. So when we start to take ownership for our reality, then we can start to shift where we are in certain situations, when we're there, we'll start occupying community or sangha that's going to keep us in a harmonious state and keep us out of any type of harm or danger. So I want you to think for a moment about a pattern that you repeat. It can be a simple pattern. It could be something that was really life-altering. Connect with the fun and whimsy of here to here and nobody is a victim. Listen to their words. Have fun. Again, move if you're inspired to. Take a deep breath in. And the reason I bring in this levity is because sometimes we just take ourselves way too seriously. And for me personally, it's not comfortable to stay in the dis-ease too long. I prefer the awe. It doesn't mean that I haven't walked through adversity, but I still prefer the awe. I can't stay there too long. So take a deep breath in and out. Yeah. 
anyone to think that because something horrible happened to them, quote unquote, that they did something wrong. Again, we are here playing out all these roles together. And it doesn't mean that we have to even give you that label, but that song is beautiful because that's that cycle we're playing, the samsara, we're we're participating and we choose if we want to participate. And sure enough, if you've had something extreme happen to you, you are a lot more street smart if it's, you know, a violent crime after that occurs. You're wiser because of that. Or if it's something that's related to something that's completely out of your control, like natural disaster or a disease that pops up on uh, all of a sudden. Now, you'll realize that you're going to be, A, better prepared if you ever walk through that again. Also, if it's in the area of dis-ease, you'll realize that potentially there were things leading up to that dis-ease that maybe you weren't taking care of that mind, you weren't taking care of that heart, you weren't taking care of that body. You allowed yourself to get worn down, and that's the result so the incentive to have the clear heart and clear mind is you then can show up as this beautiful, beaming, shining being to all beings on planet Earth and that you can be that instrument of peace. You will have fluidity to move through your day, do what you need to do, and it's not going to feel like an obstacle. As you move from there, you will then be very certain wherever you are. You'll see things differently because you're not going to engage with them in the the samsara way, the way of suffering. You're going to engage with them as, wow, this is what I have to offer and this is what I can do right now. Oh, you know what? I don't know CPR. I see these people need help. I'm not going to get hysterical with them, but I can call for help. I could do that right now. Oh, I'm a doctor. I can actually stabilize the situation right now, I can be of service and have this individual call for help. There's many ways that we can show up. And then guess what? We feel really that powerful when we leave a situation that we did the best we could and we realize that we helped make the situation flow with great ease. You will then realize that you start to harmonize with your surroundings and you'll be attracting this harmonization with people that are flowing with you in the same way. And that's all it is, is we flow with greater ease sometimes with certain people than others, and that's a beautiful thing. The reason is, is I personally don't want to be around billions of just me. That wouldn't be so exciting. It's fun to have a whole meritage of experiences that we can participate in. And the only thing we need to remember with that is certain people are just going to function, harmonize a certain way. And you see this if you travel around the world, and they're going to flow together with ease. doesn't mean that you can't all come together and break bread together. It's just that they might have their own patterns, their own ways to do things, and they might be very efficient when they all work together that way. So... Take a deep breath and let's just reflect for a moment. Breathing in to that heart and out. And so we talked a little bit about clearing the heart. We know that the heart and the solar plexus are going to be the signal to us and our mind's eye. So if we take on this opportunity to clear the heart and clear the mind, will be more in tune to our surroundings, very much like the animal kingdom. They know sometimes when something is miles away dangerous or the weather's shifting because they're that in tune. They're not depressed. They're not in Prozac. They're not going out and numbing themselves at the bar. They're in tune with what's going on. They notice these shifts in energies. So as you clear that heart and mind, you will become that in tune. And you'll be mindful of where you want to go, where you want to be, and where you want to hang out. I can use a perfect example. Today, as I'm preparing this segment, there's a lot of movement where I live. I went out and I was going to actually go do a couple things before I prepared this segment. And there was so much traffic and congestion going on that I stopped. I recognized that and I decided to change my plans. 
and move and redo that later because it's going to take a lot longer and was going to more than likely feel very slow and congested all day. Maybe that could be a good thing, but the energy felt congested. So there's a potential for a little frustration or there's a potential that I'm not going to get it all done. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go and rearrange the schedule. So this is where that attunement comes. I don't have to get upset or angry or anything. I just see what's happening and I make a choice. And then I decide to go about my day. So that's what happens when that heart center clears. And the mind, the mind isn't preoccupied somewhere else. It realizes, wow, there's a lot of people on the road. What's going on? Oh, it's this time of day and people are moving into their weekend or they're going on vacation or off vacation. Just making a note and realizing and then making a choice. If the mind's occupied, you might not realize a lot of things that are going on around you because you're too busy being in that mind, that thought center. So the practice is to sit on the earth and to then work towards meditation, clearing the mind. If the, the thought comes in, just send it out of the room. The heart center, it's taking responsibility for what's there. If it's hurt, if it's sore, if it's felt pain, are you willing to open it up again? And if you do open that heart center up again, be willing to take responsibility for your emotions. If you're feeling uncomfortable in a situation, rather than lashing out at the person that had nothing to do with that trauma there, say, you know what, I'm feeling really uncomfortable right now, and I'm just going to be to myself because I might be a little short with you, or I'm really emotional right now, I'm experiencing some grief, I just need some time alone to process that grief and let it go, and then I'll be fine. The more that we get in the habit of taking responsibility for our emotions, we'll realize what healthy living is and healthy communication is, because you're just calling it out. You're explaining what's going on in your body. You have no idea what's going on in someone else's necessarily, uh, unless you're very empathic, and then you're feeling it, but really uh, that's only a sensory experience, it doesn't mean you have to take it on. You just notice it and then bring it back to yourself. Now, the next practice that I want to share is dropping judgment. This is a great way to help assist clearing the mind and clearing the heart is by dropping judgment. And this is a difficult one. Even for myself, we can easily get wrapped up in these conversations. If you're a female embodiment this lifetime around, you might notice that women tend to, I say, gaggle together, get in conversation, and all of a sudden you could get caught up in that energy. You want to make sure that you really pay attention to the speech. The speech feeds the, is fed from the thoughts. If you're engaging in a bunch of speech, then you might realize they have a lot more thoughts later on after you leave that environment. When we drop judgment, that curbs our conversation. Then we're not talking about someone else when they're not present. We're then not impacting our actions. Say you're in a rowdy group and they're getting all heated about something, and then you leave there really heated and less patient, and you might take that energy into the next, and you might harm someone, you might harm yourself, you might inadvertently speak out of turn to someone that you didn't mean to. So when we drop the judgment, we'll actually curtail how we speak, how we act, and what we're thinking about, because we're not focusing on things that are not going to serve. Judging people is not going to really serve. You can state what is so. This is a great practice. If something happened to you, just state what is so. He hit me. That is so, right? He hit me. You don't have to go into a long story about it just saying he hit me. Or, I fell and scraped my knee. No, you don't have to say some man looked at you and you weren't paying attention. And you That's, just say what's so. I fell and hit my knee. I felt humiliated. I was embarrassed. That's all you have to say. You don't have to blame anyone around you. You take responsibility for that incident. And if it's the other incident, let's say someone, you said, he hit me. And you could say, and I didn't like that. Excuse me, you hit me. I didn't like that. Please don't do that again. That's all you have to say. And if they don't listen, then you will take action that is more 
centered and focused in that moment. The same thing, if you're having a great time, you would take responsibility for those emotions and say, wow, you know, Bob, I really had an amazing time. I really appreciate. And you express gratitude and you let them know what a wonderful time you had if you're experiencing that. This practice will help you attune to how you're communicating, what you're sharing with others, and guess what? It's going to keep those channels clear because the more we communicate, you don't have to over-communicate about it, but the more we communicate what's going on, that will assist in clearing the heart in the moment. Most of our baggage we carry from this lifetime and, believe it or not, from other lifetimes. So what we're going to do right now is that judgment. I want you to bring it into your mind's eye. I want you to think about who, what, when, why you've been judging yourself and other people. One, please surrender to stop judging other people and then surrender also to stop judging self. We're going to listen to a little Suzanne Sterling with Om Mene Padme Home. When we surrender to take right action with speech, thoughts, with our way of being in the world, we will need some compassion and that's part of what Omene Padme Home represents, and it's a beautiful mantra to help keep that heart space open. Taking a deep breath in and out as you listen to the song, just breathe into the heart center, breathe in and out, and welcome in, just reclaiming your emotions, reclaiming your relationship with your physical body, your mental body, your spiritual body, and say yes to being responsible for that and taking care of it in the moment when it's occurring.
Omane Padme Om. That's Suzanne Sterling, and I want to thank you for connecting to the heart right there. And just as we've had some music that actually encourages you to move a little, to feel how that vibration feels when we move and even when we sing. So that's another beautiful way to shift our frequency. We've talked about sitting on the earth, graduating towards meditation, sending the thoughts, the toddler, away from the cyan blue pool, that clear, pristine pool, and welcoming in the opportunity to own our emotions in the moment and keeping that heart center clear, not keeping it bottled up. And when that happens, we have more discernment. We're able to focus on not judging other people through our mind, through our speech, through our actions. And we can be present. And the bonus is we can be in the flow with ourselves. We can be comfortable in our skin. We can serve everything that we're creating in the moment. And it feels really beautiful when we get there. So... Now, what I'd like to share with you is what this will ultimately bring you other than being in your flow with the universe, which is pretty yummy in my mind. But ultimately, this will bring you to this beautiful awareness when the heart and mind are clear. Then we start to witness the world around us very differently and then we can decide how in every moment we want to show up and be in that flow but how we want to serve most people when they do good deeds or they're going out and donating to a charity or set up a non a nonprofit or an NGO that is because they have a desire inside of them to feel better, feel like they were contributing back to society. When we were gifted this place to live on, planet Earth, we were asked, or it was passed down through the indigenous elders, male and female alike, it was passed down and asked, and I would agree with this from my perspective and relating to Mother Earth, relating to humanity, is that we were asked to honor this place that we live and to preserve it and create a reservoir for the next seven generations. So when we clear this heart and we clear this mind, something miraculous starts to happen as you go through the process, and it is a process. This could be a many lifetime process. However, you will start to feel benefits immediately as you work towards it. Your perspectives will change and you will align and it will get yummier and yummier. It will be the opposite of eating an indulgent piece of dessert or chocolate cake. Sometimes it can become too much, but actually each bite gets more and more sumptuous because you realize you can show up and you get it. Sometimes there are these paws, these plateaus, where you have to reorient yourself, and that's perfectly okay. But as you clear that mind, as you clear that heart, you'll realize where you want to show up. You'll show up stealth. There will be no complaining. There will be no saying, I didn't get this. People aren't respecting me. Why aren't they giving me this? Why aren't I getting that? That goes away. As my friend Nipun said recently, and I might have already quoted this in the last week, but he said, you always have what you need. In every given moment, you have what you need. And I would agree with this. Over the past so many years, I've really simplified my life, stripped it down uh, to a basic level. And you really do always have what you need. It might not be exactly how you wanted it to come in or out or be there, but you do always have what you need. And it's a choice if you want to see it that way or you can always be in that mode of struggle or you can be grateful that you're being supported in the way you're being supported and keep working towards where you want to be 
However, if you just keep monitoring, wow, I always have what I need. If you reflect on your life, you'll probably realize how many times, more than not, even if you went through adverse situations, which I have, so I feel like I can speak to that, that I always had what I needed. And even though something happened and made my life take a right turn or a left turn or I kept going straight, that situation in the end gave me something to contemplate, something to reconcile, something to readjust to. However, it made me a richer person because I can have more compassion for other people. I can be more mindful in the future because I've walked through some situations. And in my mind, I'm hoping that everyone remembers how to be happy, the cause of happiness, clear heart, clear mind, little clue, and that no one has to suffer anymore. That would be the best idea. That would be the best thing to even imagine and think about. So as I shared is that one, you start to get in touch with yourself. You start to align to your flow and you can show up with that full heart and that full body in every moment. And then you will start to realize how you want to serve the world around you. And it will be these layers. At first you might have this big idea, oh, i got to build a bunch of schools. And then you might be like, hmm... I realize the more and more I clear my mind and I clear my heart, I'm actually doing this great service to humanity and myself by doing that because I'm becoming that cyan blue water that everyone likes to vacation with, right? Or that beautiful still lake up in the mountains that everyone likes to vacation with. Maybe not everybody. Think about how many people love going to be near some form of water and stillness and how it feeds their soul or be in the mountains or be in the jungle, wherever it may be. But that stillness that occurs when you're in those locations is a mirror that you will be shining out into the world. And that helps. If you can think back right now in this moment, when you have been able to be still for another human being and how it helped them, how they appreciated it, how they thanked you for it, or there was an unspoken thank you from them. Think about that, those moments. And think about what effect that had on that individual or that situation when we're still when we're centered, when we're calm. It doesn't mean we don't laugh. It doesn't mean we don't dance. But we do it in a much more joyous state when we have the clear heart and clear mind, similar to that small child. It's just pure. It's playful and it's fun. So take a deep breath in and just connect right now. And I'm going to walk you through the sequence of practice just so you can remember it. Sometimes we need things repeated, and then we have the opportunity to practice them. We can intellectualize these concepts. However, the rubber meets the road when we begin to practice. And guess what? Universe will give us the opportunity to test it out. <laughs> A friend told me this week that uh, someone was praying to have patience, and then she was afforded the opportunity to practice patience. That's how it works. So close those eyes. Take a deep breath, breathing in and out, filling that heart center and quieting the mind. The practice is to quiet the mind, the chatter. Imagining in that mind's eye that beautiful pool of scion blue water, just a nice body of water, a low, easy body of water that you can comfortably sit in. And imagine that water just being super still. And if you see a little child that's wanting to play with you and that comes into the room, remember to please ask them to leave the room.
if you feel that thought come near you, allow yourself just to witness it and say, please leave the room. And then you can start using your breath. You're sitting in that body of water. The energy comes in, and then you breathe out. Sending the thought away. Clearing the mind. And then imagining self taking time out each day to sit on the earth. Just to sit or lie if your body's tired, if you have any ailments. Just surrender to being on the earth, feeling Gaia support you and hold you. Breathing in and out. And as you get more and more comfortable with just lying there or sitting there and doing nothing, then imagine yourself sitting up on the earth still, but in a meditative state. Closing the eyes, emptying the mind, emptying the heart, and just simply breathing in and out. Feeling the support of your ecosystem to remove anything that's not needed and re-nourish and reboot within that meditation. And then imagining self as soon as you've completed laying on the earth and clearing the mind and being with that cyan pool of water and sitting there in a meditative state, how rejuvenated you feel and how clear that channel from the heart to the mind is, feeling it open and ready to engage in the world. Noticing this time as you engage in the world around you that that heart center and your solar plexus are activated, your third eye is activated, having discernment where you go and how you're going to spend your day. As you continue on, as you explore the environment around you, just breathe in and out and keeping those channels clear, keeping all your channels clear in your entire body, all your electrical grid, you have your own electrical grid Clearing it out with the breath, opening the heart, opening the circuitry, opening the mind, and feeling the ease. And as you move just gently across the environment that you inhabit day in and day out, imagine yourself no longer engaging in non-productive thoughts of judgment, non-productive conversations of judgment, non-productive actions of judgment. Noticing yourself spending time doing the things that you love that fill that heart with joy, being with people that give you joy and peace and ease. Imagine the world around you just collecting in communities where they enjoy one another, where they're in harmony and peace. And as you're in those environments, notice that your awareness is such that you start to have compassion for yourself and others as emotions might rise up, taking ownership for what's going on in your physical, mental, and spiritual body, opening yourself to communicate, communicating what is there, and seeing a person, place, or thing receiving your communication. As a compassionate heart and you feel empowered to take responsibility for self, notice the shift. Notice the subtle changes in your day-to-day choices. Notice how you are here to serve. Feeling your flow within work, family life, feeling every aspect of your life filled with ease. Continuing to breathe in and out.
and just let that be. Let the concept of a clear heart and clear mind just wash over you like a beautiful waterfall, allowing yourself to find and discover and explore what is going to be revealed to you when or if you decide to embark on the practice of clearing the heart and the mind. As we sign out in this moment, we're going to listen to the Heart Sutra by Wa. I encourage you to just be and enjoy this compilation. And then we're going to have a little bonus. It's like your mini little concert. Xavier Rudd, Follow the Sun. As mentioned, as we clear the heart and the mind, our sensory, our complete electrical system is more in tune. And that electromagnetic relationship that we have with the sun and the earth begins to shift. That's why I love this song by Xavier Rudd. Until next time, this is she signing out with a deep bow, a soft gaze, and a namaste. Be simply.
tomorrow's a new day for everyone. A brand new moon, a brand new sun. Which way 